Okay, go ahead. Announcing the greatest, my favorite, chapter four. It's actually my favorite chapter four. Like, there's no other chapter fours that are better than me. This. It's called what? Like, in this book, this is my favorite chapter What's this four. chapter about? Uh, I don't know. It's called Plot Devices and Sneezing Pop-Tarts. Oh, I remember this one. Across the kitchen floor was a pink, sticky, bubbling mess. It covered the whole kitchen several inches deep and was spilling into the dining room. Mr. Smith stood over the GGFM with some gum still on his hand. I don't think this is a garbage disposal, he said. Where did that come from? asked Mrs. Smith. I'm so sorry, Mom. That's not a garbage disposal. Sally cried. I knew it, said Mr. Smith. After this, things got much less interesting. I won't bore you with the details, but Sally and Billy did not spend their evening tasting and testing an exciting new invention that could turn a cookie into a big, warm, delicious cookie. Instead, they spent their evening cleaning the sticky mess from the floor, their shoes, and everything else oh, that went into. Yeah. Yeah. Because Mr. Smith accidentally put. Billy's gum into the GGFM and pressed the it. The already GGFM. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. Like it was already GGFM, FM'd, and then they did a double GGFM. What button did he press? I forget. Wait, Dad, what happened? Also, there are no sharks. After they finished cleaning. Sharks? Yeah, there are no sharks. Why would there be sharks? Because that would be really exciting. But there weren't. Dad, you should have wrote correctly. Did you say that? Was that I didn't write this. Um, after they finished, after they finished uh, cleaning up the goop and with a good deal of chewing by Billy, their parents sent them to bed without letting them test the GGFM. Their parents clearly didn't understand how much science needed Billy and Sally right now. The next morning at breakfast, after a restless sleep, the children begged to have their garbage disposal back. Sorry, you can have it. You can have school in a few minutes, came the answer. Besides, Mr. Smith continued, I might get hungry for bubblegum all your way. He smiled. Billy and Sally groaned. No one in that house wanted to see bubblegum for a very long, long time. Except Billy, who pocketed enough bubblegum for the next three months. Off to school with the invention testers, planning in their minds what they would test first when they got home. For the entire day it was all they thought about. Billy thought mostly about all the sweets and junk food he could eat while Sally, the reasonable one, thought mostly about how they could feed the homeless and solve world hunger. Once, when Billy's teacher asked what is 6 times 12, he answered donuts. In English class, Sally wrote wait, about... Wait, wait, what is 6 times 12? What is that? What's 6 times 5? Uh, no, 20, uh, 30. Four. Uh, 60. Six times 60. five? No, five times 12 is 60. You said five times 12. Yeah. In English what, class, what Sally... What was it? What's the answer? Why did he say donuts? Because that's what he was thinking about. Oh. In English class, Sally wrote about how she could enlarge nutrition-rich foods with a special machine and then ship the food to countries in poverty. Um, uh, the teacher appreciated her good intentions, but said that such a machine was physically impossible. 
After what felt like a year, the end of day bell rang. It sounded like this. Ring. They were the first ones out the door. Luckily, their school was only three blocks from their house. They covered the distance in two minutes flat. As they passed Professor Cookie's laboratory on the way home, Nellie noticed last night's packages were still outside the door, which many hadn't come back yet. Already gone. Sally thought about this for about five seconds, then her mind was back to the possibilities of the GGFM. They burst through the front door, ran through the living room, and clambered up the stairs and barged into Billy's room where the GGFM was. Um, there's a little note on, next to the word clambered. It says, I'm not sure what this word means, but I saw it in a thesaurus. You saw it what? In a thesaurus. What does it actually mean? It means clambered. 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 What does clambered mean? Oh, you know. Clambered. Like, clambered up the stairs. You know, clambered. Climb? What? Climb? Like, clambered. <laughs> clambered. Their parents were at work and would turn later that evening. What should we test first, Sally asked. She looked at the machine. <sighs> there were four buttons. Green, black, purple, and silver. We already know that the green button does. It makes food bigger, and I think a little better. Yeah, Billy added. That stale cookie the professor put in came out warm and delicious. Right, and your little piece of gum turned baseball size. And then the baseball size gum turned kitchen floor size. Right again, Sally said. What should we test next? Here, Billy yelled. He pulled half a Pop-Tart from his pocket, left over from lunch, stuffed it in the machine, and pressed the green button. Again, there were gurgling, rumbling, popping, and screeching noises. With a final ding and a pop, a Pop-Tart popped out about the size of a giant waffle. It was freshly toasted. There's a note next to the ding, and it says, And since I'm doing footnotes now, I can tell you what the ding sounded like. Ding. Delicious. Billy grabbed the Pop-Tart and shoved it in his mouth. Billy, we should look at it before you eat it and take notes or something. We're experimenting, remember? Johnny, he said with his mouth full. Note to the reader. Now that I th now that I think about it, I think you should tell everyone that it was my idea to stick your tongue in your cheek to make your voice sound funny. I mean, you're probably a funny person too, but this was my idea. Back to the story. Oh, like from back then? Yeah, from the last chapter. Sally, Sally thought for a moment. But I think you're onto something. If only we had a whole Pop-Tart, we could divide it into two. And we could put one half in the GGFM and leave the other half out of the machine. And we could compare the two halves and note the similarities and differences. Billy was picking crumbs off, off the floor and it had fallen out of his, out of his mouth. What? Uh, sure, whatever. Did you say something about another Pop-Tart? Yes, I said if we had a whole Pop-Tart, we could... Here! Billy reached into his back pocket and pulled out another Pop-Tart. So he paused to wonder why he had another Pop-Tart in his pants. Billy looked at his Pop-Tart and said, Imagine how big this could be. I'm going to stuff the whole thing in the machine. Billy, no, we'll put, we'll put half in. I'll take the other half. Billy's face fell as he handed Sally the Pop-Tart. His face didn't literally fall. That would be painful and probably gross. This is an expression that means Billy's face showed unhappiness. Sally carefully divided the Pop-Tart into two halves. She was about to place half of it in the GGFM, mm -hmm. but at just this moment, a coincidental 
wait. Uh, just at this moment, a coincidental event happened that the author inserted into the story in order to make the plot move along in a more interesting direction. Just as she was about to put half a Pop-Tart in and press the green button, Billy sneezed a mouthful of toaster pastry into Sally's face. Not only was this exceedingly gross, exceedingly um, is another thesaurus find. I hope it doesn't mean anything inappropriate. Not only was this exceedingly gross, if Sally's eyes had been open, she would have seen that there was an unidentified non-Pop-Tart material along with the chewed-up Pop-Tart. But it also caused Sally to flinch. Because Sally flinched, her hand instinctively flew in the air to protect herself from flying grossness. When her hand flew in the air, it knocked over a pile of books that were on the Billy's desk. The books fell and hit the globe that was also on Billy's desk. The globe fell and rolled into a hamster cage. The cage tipped over and the hamster escaped. The hamster and his hamster ball ran into a line of trophies. One trophy knocked over the next like dominoes until the last trophy teetered over the edge. Teetered back, teetered forth, and teetered right into the GGFM. At this point, Sally still had goop in her eyes, and she, so she couldn't see where Billy was. While flinging her arms madly trying to hit Billy in the face, her hand accidentally hit our next contrived plot device, the purple button.